Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And when that button says go live, I go live, regardless of what time in the morning it is here on the Eastern Coast. I hope that you are all excited and ready for the last week of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. I certainly think a lot of you are based on my social media, my Twitter recommendations, my DMs. And my goodness, there are a lot of DMs. You all have been fantastic submitting articles that you think are of interest to Hangouts and Headlines, uh, and we've got a doozy of one for you today. Now, before we get to it, I actually would like to introduce you to a new member of LawTube. I actually haven't worked with this person before. He was introduced to the LawTube community, I believe, by Andrew of Legal Mindset, who I think you have seen on this channel and certainly have seen on Legal Bites and around the LawTube community, Legal Vices. Good morning. How are you doing today? Oh, great. It's a, it's a good evening here in Korea, just after 8 p.m., so that can take advantage of your early stream. It's a, it's a pleasure <laughs> to be here. Yes, have had and, a busy uh, week. Yes, it is a busy week. I think a lot of people are really, really excited about this and talking about you know articles, obviously, with me. Uh, but as I've mentioned before, we've set this up early in the morning so that we can redirect you directly to Legal Bites uh, when this stream ends. So I'll be trying to land this as close to 8:30 as possible. But why don't you tell the folks a little bit about uh, yourself and your experience and your channel? Will do. My my name is Jeff. I have the channel Legal Vices that uh, started about two weeks ago today, I believe, because uh, Andrew and I over from Legal Mindsets, we'd hang out in Seoul or down here in Busan, and he kept saying, you really need to do this. You really need to do this. And I thought, well, why? Who wants to listen to me? And he said, you'd be surprised. So <laughs> I thought, all right, we'll give it a crack. I, I did. It's been a it's pretty successful two weeks. It's, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I don't have to just yell at blank walls anymore, but I work for a law firm here in Korea. I've uh, been here essentially for 34 years. I've, uh, wow. other than my, it's a, it's a long story, but I basically did my senior year back at Utah State, uh, then went to school at the University of Utah for, for law school. And then I've been working here full time for 27 years. I do mainly corporate and commercial litigation, white collar crimes, and admiralty and maritime stuff. So, okay. And how I got here. <laughs> I was going to ask you the the first big question is is litigator or, or transactional. I, I think I remain the still the sole primarily transactional attorney in this particular community. <laughs> but you're if you're doing uh, yeah. if you're doing commercial litigation, then you're uh, you're also helping at me when my uh, contracts go bad and then people start yelling at each other. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> so that's that's exactly the kind of folks that I work with on a regular basis. So well, welcome here. Uh, basically, what we do here in Hangouts and Headlines is uh, well, I answer the super chats from the very generous people, uh, and I chat with folks in law too. It's the Hangout component, and then we read one or more headlines. And as I promised, we've got a doozy. As folks may or may not know, we've covered the Guardian here in a couple of different episodes of these streams. Uh, this is actually from the Guardians. I guess they have a periodical that they do once a week called the Observer. That's just a part of their branding. Uh, and under that observer uh, branding, uh, we've got an article that I think everybody's going to be uh, very interested to see. So we're going to do some super chats. Uh, Jeff, jump in whenever you have anything, and we're going to go right. through that article. And I, I'll say the famous last words that I always say here is, I think this could be a short one. Um, but uh, we're definitely going to deliver you. I know there were, I saw questions in the chat. We're not skipping the trial, folks, here. Uh, we will we'll be trying to turn this off sometime between 8.30 and 9, the trial starts at 9 here, so you're looking at two hours from now. 
Um, and uh, the closer to 8.30 I can get it, that's where we'll stop and we'll move all over to Legal Bytes. You'll see me pop over there and uh, you'll see a button. I guess the way redirects work is you'll see a button at the top of the chat, I think, uh, that says, this stream has ended. The host has told you to go over here. Uh, and then you can hit that button or not at your own discretion. But we're not going to miss any... We're not going to miss any of what Court TV rumors to be another Johnny Depp call up to the stand. Uh, I think uh, everybody's very interested in seeing what that looks like. So let's hit a few super chats. Uh, bad as a hog. I honestly couldn't care less what happens to either of these rich folks. When are we going to get those, some of those video game headlines? Oh, see, um, I'm so I'm so waiting to my, my Elden game. My Elden Ring has been sitting over there unattained un, unattended for the past couple of weeks. Oh, you made a lot of fans just now, Jeff. You may have to so get the muscle memory Gality, going. Virtual legality exists uh, as effectively me doing business and law conversations about the video game industry uh, and intellectual property and consolidation and mergers, acquisitions, things like that. Because I'm a commercial transactions lawyer. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, I think I think people have accepted that we've done these live streams throughout the month of May. Uh, but bad as a hog, uh, bad as a hog. Ooh, that sounds like merch. Uh, bad as a hog here. Uh, said is like, well, when, when are we going to go back and get that content? We are going to get that content. This week is crazy. I'm probably going to try to squeeze in some of those videos, Bad as a Hog, this week um, between the law firm and the 12-hour streams and trying to do these videos as well. Uh, we just have to figure out what the time is working. I promise you, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard ends this week. We're going to do some jury deliberations, uh, and then that's it. So Hangouts and Headlines will transition over into doing other headlines and other types of things that people are interested in, including video game headlines. So bear with me. Bear with me. This channel is not changing to the All Celebrity Trial channel, uh, but uh, we are going to be covering it a lot this week. Just fair warning. Uh, Sardonisms. Uh, my mom emailed me the New York Times article you broke down. I may have replied with an entire essay about what's actually happening. Then I'll link to your video. Well, I hope my video was helpful to your mom. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, Elise Rose, greetings from Eorzea. Let's get this week started. Are you going to be playing Final Fantasy XIV during the entirety of the trial? I, I, I love it, Elise Rose. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, and then I think there were a couple more I saw come in here. And then we'll start the article. David, will Amber Heard's team get in trouble for the press leak? You mean like Court TV reporting that Johnny Depp is going to be called up today? Um, I don't think they'll actually get in trouble for something like that. What the judge was really concerned about, by the sounds of things, were those people articles you were seeing where Amber Heard's press team goes out and gives 16 different quotes and they start to fight like school children um, through the press. I think she really disliked that. That's That was the impression that I got. Rather than just... You know, Court TV clearly has a mole in Amber Heard's team slash they're using Court TV for their leaks. Uh, so I, I don't view that the same. I don't view a leaked witness list as the same as we're going out there and calling the other side bad names and, and whatnot. Uh, Skytron, I need the games and geek references from you like seasoning in my food. After all, this is my favorite channel on the Citadel. Thanks, Commander Shepard. Stay awesome. Thumbs up, boat. And toothy smile emoji. Um, and I think that's it. Well, nope, not quite. Uh, Amelia Gottlieb, good morning, evening from Australia. I often say this, but Australia, obviously one of the lead characters in this little saga of ours. Second episode that I'm catching because I really enjoyed the last. Thank you, Hogue. Have a great day. You have a great day. Obviously a very interesting day. All right. So let's see if I can hit all the right buttons. It's always touch and go here. Uh, let's start that. And I want that one to go away. 
Fantastic. Oh, wow. So oh, this headline, I have to take off the hat and get settled in because this is there you go. Just looking at the headline. All right. <laughs> yep. 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 Wow. Yep. Like I said, this is your, oh, I didn't need to show that just yet. Um, like I said, if this is your first visit to Hangouts and Headlines, I have been told that uh, these shows can, in fact, uh, kill people. I'm not sure Kurt from Uncivil Law will ever come back uh, after <laughs> after going through these things. Uh, but uh, it, it's, it's interesting here. I, you know, one of the things I like to do, I, I don't like to pillory uh, the media or the authors who are entitled to their opinions, but I do like to talk about exactly how they're contouring their messages and, and, and watching some of the assumptions that are made. This one, I have to warn people, is, is pretty bad uh, in the kind of rhetorical jumps it makes. And what we have seen throughout Hangouts and Headlines is one of the moves is to uh, put people in buckets. Uh, we just did an article that basically said, if you are disbelieving Amber Heard, or more specifically, if you're going out there publicly and saying, I disbelieve Amber Heard, then you're, you're an alt-right extremist. Um, so it's very interesting to see these different outlets react to this situation, which admittedly is a little bit unusual um, for, for modern times, where you do have the normal outlets reporting on things and had reported on things in this story for years, uh, but you now also have kind of a grassroots analysis. And then with us at LawTube, you have grassroots analysis with expertise in talking about these things, talking through these things, and now, um, honestly, challenging some of the folks that would otherwise be reporting on this stuff to you, which means we are starting to get some good haters on the internet. If you haven't looked over the last uh, few days, uh, we're getting some we're getting some real heat from some quarters. I might be covering that in headlines uh, in the next couple of days. Honestly, what I expect to be covering tomorrow is perhaps the dismissal of Amber Heard's countersuit, uh, which will go over like a lead balloon uh, at some of these outlets. I think it's about 50-50. Jeff, have you given that any thought? Do you think there's any chance for the motion to strike today? I, I think that the practical legal chance is probably a little higher than that. I would say 60, 70%, but okay. the optics of dismissing it might be too much to overcome. <laughs> I think but that's where I come out in at 50, 50. I honestly, God, legally, depending on what Johnny Depp says today, unless, you know, he, he screws up and says, Oh yes, I ordered Adam Walden to <laughs> yeah. smear you. Um, then I, 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 I actually would have it at like 90% in terms of the law, uh, because I just don't think mm -hmm. that you can at all establish vicarious liability with what's in the record. Uh, but yeah, I come down to 50 because it's like, judge is not going to want to do this. <laughs> well, today is going to be the day we see how much of the weekend rumors are actually going to happen yeah. in the courtroom and how this comes out is all how this plays out today is going to make a huge impact on how things go from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and certainly in the media, if she, if she does get her countersuit struck, that's going to be a big deal. The jury's going to notice they didn't get one. I mean, there's like all sorts of things that, that, that happened from today. I, I have it at 50, 50, cause I think the law is on the side of dismissing. And I think the judge is going to be very disinclined to do that. And I can't decide, I, I can't read her mind. Uh, so well, so well, that's well, why we, I was waffling because she, as a, as a former Marine, she's not going to, she's not going to give a lot of latitude that she doesn't agree with, which she's already shown thus far that she, she's strict when it's time to be strict and lenient when it's time to be lenient. So I, that's kind of what bumps it over back into the 60, 70%. I, I buy that as an explanation. I do. I, I, and when I think about it, you know, the fact that she kept the, the republication as still under advisement at the initial motion to strike just because she hadn't seen the tweet, even though she knew it existed, is just a very like by the books judge type thing to do. Uh, and it's like uh, if they get up there and say, judge, how in the hell is the jury supposed to decide on vicarious liability? Yeah. I, I don't know how you actually argue that. 
but uh, it'll be very interesting. It'll be a big day. I, I, if we do motion to strike today, which I think we will, uh, Angry Ben Chu is one of my favorite uh, cameo characters uh, in this particular trial. So the observer says, hashtag me too is over if we don't listen to imperfect victims like Amber Heard. Now there's a lot of extra language just in the headline, but one thing that you can read here is me too is over that movement. If we don't listen to Amber Heard. Um, and that is going to be a problem for some folks. It's very interesting how so many outlets have essentially said, you have to actually treat Amber Heard as if she is definitely telling the truth in order to have the proper uh, credentials uh, to, to be on our side of these kinds of things. And, and I don't want to speak for you, Jeff. I've talked about this a lot and, and me too and its interactions with this case uh, in other in other places. But in general, I'm in favor of uh, any kind of uh, movement or, or or look at things that say, hey, there's, there's a potentially a problem with the way we administer justice or the way we enforce laws. Uh, and we can look to improve that. Uh, but I, I think that where we come out, when we see things like Amber Heard and when, and when articles like this pop out is that, advocating to ignoring what the evidence shows or what we're looking at is is taking the pendulum way, 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 way too far uh, to the other side. Uh, and, and one of the things we'll see in this article is effectively a very lightly placed argument that says something along the lines of, well, we've had so much injustice in the past. This is just balancing the scales. And it's like, I can't, mm. I, you know, officer of the court, I, I can't, I can't do that. I can't say it's okay regardless of whether she's telling the truth to just, you know, pillory Johnny Depp or what have you, because some legitimate grievances and bad things happened in the past. That's just not how I think lawyers in general work. It's certainly not how I work. My, my, my biggest problem with that headline is just the fact that we are supposed to assume like that she's a victim. Yeah, it's perfect well, victim, assert, asserted victim, alleged victim. Yeah, we should. It's just the fact she is a victim, even though it may be an imperfect victim. She's still a victim, and you have to presume that to get past the headline. And if you don't agree with it, you know you're you're one of them. Yeah, well, and you get a lot of that. You get a lot of that. You're one of them in this article. Uh, and yes, that that is exactly what's happening here is that you, you assume it because if if she isn't telling the truth, um, then to some extent, and there, there's there's areas of gray in here. Uh, she's she's not a victim or not the main victim in this particular set of circumstances at all. So it's a fair point, absolutely. Then you get the subheadline, right? This is the if you're if you're not with us, you're against us type of stuff. Uh, and here's where I start to make Star Wars references. Uh, but when even young women join the actors' male tormentors, ideas of justice soon begin to unravel. And one thing I will say in this space, and I've said it elsewhere, is that I do think the internet has gone too far on some of this stuff. I'm not the kind of guy that loves the, you know, the, the memes that make fun of these kinds of things. I understand how how society, and I don't I don't sit on my high horse and, and really judge them too harshly for it. It's not what you'll see in this space. Uh, but the idea, again, that's implied here with these two statements that if you don't believe Amber Heard, you're part of a tormenting group, um, is is stealing a base. It, it, it takes you from you know, I really have trouble believing her, which is where I sit at this point. Uh, it's like, wow, those all sound like exaggerative things. I have trouble believing you. I really don't want to. I don't want to believe that somebody can sit up there and lie about this kind of heinous activity. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't I don't think of myself as, as part of uh, tormentors coming from the Johnny Depp side. And that's what you do. You separate these things into cabs, you make them factional, and then you say, well, you don't you don't want to be with those people, do you? 
So the backlash to the Me Too movement was always coming, says our observer author. We know this because a backlash has followed every single step forward feminists have ever made. This backlash was always going to be big, too. Not only did Me Too threaten a status quo that props up powerful men, it threatened these men personally and, as it seemed to some, with reckless caprice. Um, meaning, I think in context of this sentence, that it was just sudden, uh, a sudden shift in the winds for, for people here argued in the top of this article as men of power. And as you mentioned, Jeff, uh, in the subheadline and the headline, uh, the issue here is that it makes a, a, a certain assumption that the entire article is going to be based on that what happened on a flight to Boston, what happened in Australia, what happened in a trailer uh, is a referendum on a political movement in its entirety. Uh, that that this isn't just somebody saying, wow, she didn't seem very uh, credible. It's actually a commentary on a social movement. Um, and that's that's a bad way to start. We, we read here in this space a wonderful article uh, from the New Republic uh, that talked about how dangerous it is to make political mo moments out of trials and talk about imperfect when you try to do that with a trial that has actual events and actual things you should be evaluating on an actual evidentiary basis, you wind up in this position, which is, you know, if you were actually to ask this editor or, or this author in a vacuum with nobody that would ever hear it, uh, do, you, do you honestly believe Amber Heard? I suspect at least some of these authors of these pieces that we are reading would say, well, well no, she seems to be exaggerating some things, but it's too important um, for, for, for the movement. And that to me is exactly in opposite to the administration of justice in the case before you. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's the lawyer in me. Uh, well, I but think that's why it's even scarier than you, than saying you have to make the assumption. It's when they say, well, okay, even if that's not the case, we have to allow it in this situation because it hasn't happened in all of these other situations. Yeah, that it's too important. And, and you know, this is this is to some extent, as one of my commenters said, you know, it's two rich celebrities yelling at each other. And, and, and you can put it in that bucket, absolutely. But this is the kind of thought process that results in really, really bad things when we start talking about, you know, criminal convictions and cages and things like that. Uh, and, and so I, this is one of the reasons I really like this case is we can talk about important things like you can't make people your message because you can't just say if if this were even worse than it already is, that you have to back somebody like Amber Heard because of Me Too, because you wind up saying you have to really harm Johnny Depp, who may or may not be, you know, he's definitely not an innocent bird in all this, but he, he may or may not be the aggressor and, and, and probably deserves redress from the justice system, at least as I see it right now, sitting with one week left to go in the court case and to just sacrifice him for, you know, the greater good or the movement or whatever. That that isn't the way trials work. That isn't the way we think about justice. Well, well that's the thing. And in a criminal law context, it's it's taking the idea that well, it doesn't matter if he gets convicted of doing this because we know he did other things. Even if he didn't do this, he should still sure. go to jail. This is saying, well, I know he didn't do anything or he may not have done it, but his neighbor did something and his neighbor didn't get punished. So we have to punish him to show the people, other people in the neighborhood that they, that nobody's going to get away with it. Right. That, 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 that men have gotten away with things men have done bad things. And I'm not challenging that honestly. Uh, but in this context, with this case before you uh, it's, it's just the wrong way to think about what we're doing here. Uh, certainly in my opinion, but honestly, I think that's the right one.
so we then proceed on to elevating this, right? We, 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 we've got two Hollywood celebrities yelling at each other. We're talking about private islands and rum and drinks and severed fingers and bloody riding and all that stuff. So we elevate it to, to what we recognize, right? We hit Christine Blasey Ford's uh, accusations against Brett Kavanaugh. And they frame this particular quote kind of interestingly. They say, if somebody can be brought down by accusations like this, a White House lawyer said, then you, me, and every man should, cert should certainly should be worried with respect to me too. And I, I don't know the genesis of that particular quote, uh, but um, it, it, it could be about just me too in general. It could also be uh, about, you know, 30 year old allegations and what exactly that looks like. And I'm not here, believe me, uh, chat to adjudicate that. That is not, I, have, I haven't looked at it. I haven't talked about it, at least since it happened. Um, so we're not going to get too deep in the weeds here, but that's part of what is happening in this article, right? We talk about rhetoric. They know this is a third rail kind of conversation. They bring this up and then compare it to Amber Heard. Um, and so you're already kind of put on edge. You say, uh, just depending on what side you're on, well, I, oh, okay, I understand that particular uh, allegory. And it's not a great one for what has happening here with Amber Heard. And it wasn't just the men who were worried, says our author. The idea that systems that previously treated only women, minorities, and lower class men unfairly might be capable of doing the same to high status men was deeply unsettling to everyone. And, and here we get, I don't know, projection, mind reading, that, that the notion of, of Me Too is unsettling to everyone, I don't think actually bears fruit. I, I think for a lot of folks, the concept of, hey, if people are being ignored that need legal redress aren't being ignored anymore, Generally speaking, that's a good thing. But this person suggests that, well, it's because we're we're hitting the Harvey Weinsteins of the world uh, that uh, people got a little bit nervous. After all, she says, when a man is treated badly, it lands with a double sense of burning injustice. Actually, I have to check that. I don't actually know that this is a female author. Uh, it is. Martha Martha Gilly, yeah. I don't want to make assumptions. <laughs> uh, women's stories of woe are so common that they can leave us comparatively unfazed. Okay, so... So now, again, talking about mind reading, talking about why does Me Too act the way it does? How did we arrive here at Amber Heard? We have left the planet on what Amber Heard has said, what Johnny Depp has said, what happened on a flight to Boston or didn't happen. We're now starting to talk in generalizations and generalizations that, at least to my mind, looking at this, seem to spring from the brain of the author, right? I have never, yeah. ever thought about Me Too this way. And so actually having somebody tell you that that's what's happening when it doesn't match with your experience uh, is jarring. Um, but here she says effectively that because it's attacking men and women's suffering is essentially accepted by society, that's what create that's what made me too so hard. She says women's stories of woe are so common that they can leave us comparatively unfazed. I don't I don't feel that way. We feel bad. I've never already even contemplated that. Yeah, no, we, we feel bad, but we already know that women are treated unfairly. It is priced in. And then the, the, the backing here, right? So this is the assertion. Um, and that's okay. You can assert things. And it's an opinion piece. As I always say here, you can have your opinion. I can have my opinion in criticizing it. The backing here is a novel. She says, women's stories were all the same story, which is not to say it wasn't important, but it was boring. The first time I interviewed a man, I understood we were talking about something more like the soul. And that's that to me using a novel here is trying to establish something like pop culture zeitgeist, but yeah. it's not terribly useful when I'm analyzing something that's happening in the real world. Um, and so I, it, it, maybe it's interesting. Maybe it's useful at some level. It's not as useful as actually backing this up with, you know, real stuff that said, 
I am sure that women were treated badly in the past. I am sure, honestly, that, that certain men were treated badly in the past. Uh, and yet that doesn't leave to any kind of uh, thesis statement for me to, for me, right? She then continues essentially saying, for these reasons, because it hits what she says, high status men, and because women's suffering is already priced in, it is for these reasons that Me Too struck many men and women as deeply unfair. And again, I, maybe it's eye-opening. Maybe she's trying to convince me of something. I just don't think this. <laughs> I don't think of Me Too fundamentally as deeply unfair until we start getting to kind of what we have to believe and what we don't have to believe, which we're going to get to in this article, as a matter of fact. I don't um, know anybody who thinks I've never met a single person that thinks that way. I've never met someone said, Oh, darn that Harvey Weinstein. He got a really rough deal. Right. Oh, that, that Epstein boy, he just got a really rough deal. I've never heard anyone say that. Now I think there's people that say unproven me Too moments are deeply unfair. Yeah. Basically, well, I mean, as, as would any, I mean, to, to yeah. me, you've got the, you've got me too leaping into existence to some extent, because there are a lot of people that were ignored. There were a lot of people that, you know, needed better redress from the legal system. And that's a good thing to actually examine those things under a, a close microscope. But yeah, absolutely. That when you wind up in this article, when you wind up in this landscape where it's, you, you have to believe your, your lion eyes, uh, or you're, you're on the outs with women. That's when you think, that's when I think you get really bad situations, right? I, I, we did when we looked at the articles in the last episode of this, um, we, we talked about the politics of some people, because as I said, one of the article authors was essentially saying, if you are supporting Johnny Depp, if you're against Amber Heard, you're, you're, you're a right-wing extremist. And I said, I'd be willing to bet that a bunch <laughs> of this chat is not a right-wing extremist. And we got people coming out uh, with uh, their, their chats and comments uh, to that video, you know, saying, they're everything from uh, a progressive, a socialist, a Marxist, uh, a, I think there was an anarchist, uh, to conservatives and and to, to people that we would otherwise kind of generally talk about as being on the quote unquote right wing here in the United States. Um, and that strikes me as true. Like from what I've seen of the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation, it's not a political one. So you bring in all of this stuff and you make it a referendum on this and you put people in boxes and they're going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to say, I'm not I'm not there. Um and when you do that, you push people away. I actually talked about this with respect to Amber Heard's PR team. When they were coming out with some of those statements that were belittling Johnny Depp for not looking at her and doing these various things, I said, look, these statements are bad PR because if you're not already on Team Heard, then they feel very bad. They push you away. Um, they say, okay, these are the guys that want to say, I feel this way about this. And so if I don't, then I'm a bad person. And that's been replicated in these mass media outlets. And I, I don't know... I don't know how direct a hand Amber Heard's PR team has in all of these, but they certainly have a hand in some of them because they keep mirroring the same kind of concepts. Uh, and that's tremendously off-putting if you're not already on their team. And if you're already on their team, they don't need you. I mean, like if you're already on team Amber, then they don't need to convince you with something like this. This is designed or should be rhetorically to, to convince you over the line. And, and instead of using carrots, they're now using sticks. You're a bad person. Yeah. You're against and me too. You're an alt-right extremist. These articles didn't start appearing until the great PR team change. Yeah, they, they've all true. come up after that. And the, the, it, the thing that strikes me, and you're, you're seeing it here where they're using the biased language and the, the emotive language to say, as you said, you, if you're not in this camp, you're wrong. And if you, if you start out telling someone they're wrong, why do they ever want to join your camp? 
And the fact they're making this a First Amendment trial, she has to, she has the freedom of speech, but we're not allowed to have an opposing freedom of speech in these same articles. It, it, it's these self-contradictions that are contained in a lot of the rhetoric and a lot of the articles is, is, is fascinating, frankly. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It is fascinating. It's. It's also troubling. <laughs> well, yeah, it, fascinating. I mean, like it, it, it's. It, it's. It's no, no, literally fascinating to watch, including all of the troublesome and interesting aspects of it. Yeah, and here's where you get the pendulum is okay. Here's where you set. You start setting up in the article for now. We're going to start talking about Amber Heard and maybe her unlikability or unbelievability and why that shouldn't matter to you if if you're on if you're on the right side of, of uh, you know the movement here. Because it's deeply unfair, yet it was merely an attempt to correct a bias that still exists. And you can see the framework for where this is going to go, which is we're going to talk about Amber, we're going to talk about Johnny, but this is a corrective and we're correcting kind of regardless uh, of the facts on the ground. Now they're going to try to frame the facts. We're going to be amused by the way they frame the facts. It's one of our favorite parts of looking at these articles because they always take these things as true and given for Johnny. And they always discount what's happening on the Amber side. And it's very interesting to see exactly how many ways you can frame this trial to look differently. Um, and uh, this, this article is not going to be any different. So we've got the pendulum swing. Then we've got female accusers are still routinely treated as if they are lying, both by the public and the courts, more so than other alleged victims of crime. And to this, I say, to the extent that Me Too is intended to address this issue, I'm a thousand percent behind it. If 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 because they are female, they are treated more as lying just solely for that reason, that is wrong. And that's something that the justice system should look at. But in evaluating the veracity of anyone's claims, of any gender, of any demographic, uh, of any type that the justice system is doing that, we want them to do that. We want to, as we say, burn away the untruths to get to the truths. Uh, and uh, everything should be investigated and treated as serious. And that's what, to me, Me Too is about in its best moments. Um, but it doesn't mean you just have to believe Amber Heard. No, really I, I don't want to seem like I'm devalue, devaluing the, the the position of women, because I'm not, where it says the, the females are routinely accused of, of lying. Yeah. That that accusation or that assumption that one side is telling the truth and the other is not is, is in all aspects of society. If it's me against a cop, who, who are people going to believe? If it's the poor homeless guy against the rich homeowner down the street, who are they going to believe? So it, it, it's just to say that it's only focused on repressing females, I think is it, that might turn off a lot of people as well. who are saying, hey, it's happened to me and I don't fit into that class. Yes. And, and, and to the extent that we can, we can correct for all of those things as much as possible. I mean, it's a human, it's a human system uh, and we are always aspiring to, to do better. Uh, but yeah, we, we've talked a lot in virtual legality about the, what I usually call the chip stack, uh, the inherent issue with resources and using the judicial system because it's so damn expensive uh, and, and trying to increase access to justice and all those kinds of things here. Um, but it's, yeah, it, I'm for correctives. I'm for examining these systems closely and trying to make them better. Uh, I'm not for going so far as to say we don't look at anything because this person is this demographic or this person has this quality or characteristic. Uh, and that's where I fear that Me Too sometimes goes with these kinds of articles. Uh, and as they continue, the public reaction to the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is what a Me Too backlash looks like, to which I completely reject your thesis. Um, right. So a, a Me Too backlash to me would be like some kind of movement to never believe women or to just make sure that they get the worst kind of treatment through our justice system. It is definitely not the instance where you have a judicial process where you go through and you try to sit there with an open mind, as I have, 
throughout this trial and looked at it and said, well, I started out saying Johnny Depp's case had almost no chance because defamation is super hard. Those statements in the Washington Post are not like really, really strongly against him. Uh, and I listened to his case and was impressed by his primary case. And then by the time Amber Heard's cross is done, I say, well, <laughs> well, that's um, why I respected your that, that's why I, I've I've respected your views on a lot of this, because I think I'm you, you and I are probably one of the few things I took it from the point of view when the allegations were first made, given the history of drug abuse, given the history of alcohol abuse, right. given how he kind of tries to be the, the shady, unknowable yep. guy. I, I could see him in my mind being an abusive person. Sure. And I I took I I was probably far more on her side at the beginning. But then as the years go by and not a single, I mean, because the Me Too movement was all about a lot of, there was like the bandwagoning where he just kept piling on and piling on. Not a single woman from his past has ever piled onto him other than Ellen Barkin, who apparently was in the general vicinity of a group of people where he just tossed a bottle in that general direction. Not the most the convincing person. No. Yeah, no. And from 30 years ago or some, some odd number. Yeah, uh, no, it, it, yeah, it's that that was a bad day for them. Last Thursday was a bad day for them because it's like, is this is this really all you have? Um, but um, yeah, I, I think that's I it, 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 it's difficult because you put us in boxes, too, when we talk about these things, because I don't want you to, to, to just disbelieve people out of hand. But this is a different circumstance. This is. I listen to everything. I have been on about 95% of the broadcasts at Legal Bites in terms of listening to witnesses. I think I missed some depots um, when I had to do some, some work. And uh, I evaluated those things. And I am still open to Amber Heard's team throwing a Hail Mary today and hitting it. I will reevaluate <laughs> if Johnny Depp gets up on the stand and says some stuff uh, that I wasn't expecting. Uh, but as it sits right now, um, I, I don't know how you can look at the situation and see all the contradictions uh, and, and be actually basically forced to say, do you believe in Johnny Depp's planet Earth or Amber Heard's? Because they present diametrically opposed views as to what happened. And while I think reasonable minds can differ, uh, Johnny Depp's version of the world seems to be more likely to have happened than Amber Heard's to my eye. Uh, and that's that's the evaluation I did. I'm not backlashing anything. I don't believe in treating trials like social movement referenda. Uh, and so, yeah, it's it, it goes a step too far for me. And then, essentially, she summarizes the case as follows. Here are the facts of the case. Depp is suing her for defamation after she described herself in a 2018 article that didn't mention him as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Depp says he is innocent of abuse and her statement amounts to lying. On his side, this is the full bulk of the Depp testimony as accordance with this author, on his side, two facts seem clear. Heard promised to donate her entire divorce settlement to charity and didn't, which is a funny framing of that. And there is a recording in which she admits to hitting Depp. That's it. That's what you get uh, by, by way of trying to be neutral here, uh, or at least ostensibly present as it, uh, from watching now five full weeks of the case and also discussing it for a sixth week that was on break. Uh, um. Yeah. And you can see the framing, right? So the, the framing here is um, Amber Heard, the, the, the embattled woman. Yes. She didn't meet her obligations to donate things to charity, which she did of her own volition. And the real issue here isn't this, it's that she then went out to everybody and told them that she had already in order to get credit, not only on TV and PR, but in a court case, 
in in Britain, right? That that actually was given a great deal of weight because she said that she didn't have a financial interest in this when she actually, in fact, did. Then there is a recording when she admits to hitting depth. Yes, there's a lot of stuff on that side, including what is actually the most compelling to me is the tell the world, Johnny. That's the tell the world, Johnny one. I hear every day when I start the broadcast for uh, the, 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 the trial because it just it's such a such a bad look. And it just makes me think of, of manipulations and, hey, you're never going to get through with this. And it sounds so much like in my ears to like what an abuser would tell someone that is trapped. Uh, Nobody's going to believe you. Who's, Who's going to believe, believe you? you? It's like Jesus. Um, and so that's to me, we talk about a, a lot about what's that closing statement look like. I think tell the world, Johnny, is the last thing that you play. And then you tell the jury that it's it's their chance to tell the world. But we'll see how it goes. That would be, um, a, good, that would be a good good closing. Yeah, I mean, I that, that's that's what I keep seeing in my head. We'll see what they do. They're going to do it better than I would either way. I have I have complete faith in the Chew team at this point. Uh, but that's what she says for Johnny Depp. On Heard's side is the following evidence. Depp admits to headbutting his ex-wife by accident, and there are texts from his assistant <laughs> alleging he kicked Heard. A couple of things here. One, um, this is a lot more complicated, right? He says she's, she's hitting him, and he grabs her by the shoulders, and their heads touch is basically what he said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, you know, okay. You can believe or disbelieve. That's that's going to be on credibility. There are texts from his assistant alleging he kicked her. Is that is that in the record? I don't, I, I don't that, think I've ever seen this. That rings zero bells. The only thing about kicking her was when they were in the plane and he was supposedly blackout, intoxicated, drugged up, and he doesn't, yeah, he, it's he the boss in the back. Yeah, it's it's the Boston flight. She says he kicked him. Uh, she, she says he kicked her. His sound guy says that didn't happen. He says he got drunk and went into the bathroom. Um, and and I mean, this would be interesting. I'd be willing to bet this is this is a third party communication that got kicked on hearsay. But again, I don't know anything about this. This is the beauty to me of like not not bringing in anything from anywhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this this is this is interesting. I, I don't think it's in the court record. I, I don't I don't think this is in at all, which means, author, you're you're writing in things that are extra, which we'll know by the time we get to the end of the paragraph. There are texts from Paul uh, from Depp to Paul Bettany saying he wanted to kill her and, and do various things. We know about that one. He says it's Monty yeah. Python. Again, you can evaluate that for yourself. There is a recording of Depp shouting at Heard for speaking in an authoritative way to him. Here's where I think you actually lose people that aren't already on Team Amber, right? If you're relaying the evidence and you're clearly trying to slant it in one way, and this is your third piece that really, you know, is supposed to slam this home, this this is what you're using as, well, it's clear that Depp is an abuser. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I actually think that the, there's better evidence there. I think the one where he says you don't exist is is actually better uh, and, and stronger against Depp. Uh, but- yeah. Is there worse? Yeah. Is there a worse way of proving? I mean, to me, that sentence reads: "There's a woman who's abusing him in an authoritative way, and he's saying stop doing it." And well, and, went, and we know that from the context. Of, yeah. yeah, I mean, we we know that that tends to be the way those audios go. It's like, "I want to leave. Please let me leave. I want to do these various things." Um, and yeah, if you break this down, it's it, the best one is the is the headbutt because we do think that that happened because Johnny Depp actually said it did. Um, and so that's, that's actually useful. It's not framed as a headbutt by him. Uh, and he doesn't admit it as a headbutt so that you're already cheating a little bit. And then it's text message, text message. And he called her authoritative. It's like, okay. All right. Then it's, she was awarded a domestic violence restraining order, which if you know the legal system at all, which I would imagine maybe the observer folks in the UK don't, 
in in respect of the United States. You know, it wasn't a challenged uh, it wasn't a challenged hearing. Uh, she does go in looking bad. Um, obviously, different people have different thoughts about her look on that day, uh, and and we will leave that to the trial court to continue evaluating. Uh, but this isn't this isn't terribly damning. And then in 2018, Depp sued the son for libel. He lost the case after the judge found 12 of 14 alleged instances for of Depp's abuse of her to be true. None of this is in court. We know this. Uh, yeah. we, we know that there's a clear bar that we can see uh, the the judge in force on. You're not allowed to talk about how the son case resolved. Um, now, I do think that the ju jury probably knows it, especially when they saw the, the Twitter trend of Johnny's a wife beater on the day of the end yeah. of the son case. Um, but um, they don't know the specifics here. And and then that's treated as if, well, when you read this paragraph and you read this paragraph, obviously Amber Heard isn't isn't lying and it has real, real grievances here. And it's framed that way because that's the point that this author wants to make. But I just keep feeling like these outlets are depending on you to have not watched anything of the trial yourself. That you well, have to question whether they have. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, or are they getting it second and third hand from places? People do ask that. Did this person watch anything? It's like, I don't know. Because um, these things, some of this stuff that you bring up from like, you know, years ago is like, well, you would have already known this. You would have already put this in your back pocket. The, the fact that they reference the following evidence and, and then frame it this way, it's like, that's not, do you mean in a court of law or, or do you just mean <laughs> like in general? Um, because you seem to be framing it as these things came into court uh, over here for Depp. And then you bring in all this other stuff for Heard. So you're, you're cheating in like multiple levels here uh, in order to try to make your point. The court will decide whether or not Heard is a liar. I like the court's reference here, right? And, and it, it's it's the jury. <laughs> uh, I don't usually think of the jury as the court. I, I think it's fine for an author to conflate these a little bit. It's like the, that system will. Uh, but the court to me is always the judge. So I just thought I'd point that out. The idea that Heard is a manipulator, a, fan, uh, a fantasist, and an abuser herself has caught fire across all social media and some more traditional outlets. And here's, again, where you see the mirror image of the other articles that we have seen from Amber Heard's PR team, which is then you go into the Chris Rock, the TikTok, the Saturday Night Live. And we've seen this paragraph in the last three or four days of articles that we've reviewed as well. All of these follow the same basic framework. Heard's yeah. tormentors... Many of them young women do not seem to see themselves as anti-feminist. They believe women, of course, just not this one. Yeah. And to me, that's 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 the way this is supposed to work. You are supposed yeah. to believe at the start, not dismiss. I like not dismiss. I, I think yeah. Andrew is that um, uh, not dismiss, evaluate and, and then actually evaluate. You don't get a free pass to to do various things. And, and I think a lot of people have come to the conclusion that this particular woman is at bare minimum exaggerating and seemingly in some places outright lying. And that's really what the judicial process is designed to do is to try to burn away those untruths and see what you can see here. That doesn't make you anti-feminist. Um, and I think a lot of people in my chat would probably balk at that particular sentence, uh, period, that if you believe yeah. Johnny Depp and you're against Amber Heard, you're a tormentor of some kind. Well, in, in the... In that sentence, there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, you, you look at the, you're talking about the women that are jumping on Amber Heard's situation. I've seen a lot of the TikTok things. Like I said, I, I think a lot of them have gone way too far. But sure, the women they don't look like right wing extremists that are making these videos. I would say the vast vast majority of them were part of the get Johnny Depp at the beginning of this, 
and they may have come around to see how ridiculous her statements are in some cases and are just focusing on those because they don't look like the type that are the the anti-feminist women or hard hardcore right-wing people that are making these tiktok videos yeah and, and you know i i don't i honestly don't know I, to, to to me i honestly don't care i don't think you can assume anything about them uh one way or the other uh and i don't blame them i, I think you're you're statement that they probably went the other direction to start out with it certainly would match mine you know i say i came into the trial without knowing anything i did know of the accusations and i you know i i was i think like you saying yeah that sounds like it could be uh and um when the articles come out you, you kind of file that away right we all get too much information every day you don't really care about johnny depp and amber heard it on, on any given day of your life so you get that information and you go oh i guess i guess maybe johnny depp was a domestic abuser um and then you see that kind of um put into various things in like pop culture. Somebody actually reminded me while during the course of this trial that a show that I really liked uh, called The Good Place actually has them like go to hell. And one of the things that's there is a is a poster for Johnny Depp's parts, the Caribbean 19 or something. Uh, and they and I think they have a joke about it. And that's the kind of thing that just kind of filters through, right? Like that's, that's just how the, the news uh, passes on and you just kind of have it percolate in the back of your head. Um, and so when, when this trial starts, if I'm being honest, I probably am thinking, well, okay. So, you know, we've seen this reported on. I don't assume that every single outlet and report is wrong. Um, and I, I think what we're seeing more and more as we look at this stuff, apologies, I got something in my eye, um, is that they follow along, they tag along with each other once they've decided on something. Um, and so here they did that years ago and now they seem to be kind of upset that the worm is turning and things are changing as to how people evaluate this. So it's pretty darn interesting, uh, but I, I I know for a fact that a number of people that are in this chat right now uh, are probably really not loving this sentiment right here. Uh, and it continues. It is not they who are damaging me too. It is heard by, by virtue of being an imperfect victim, I believe is right. the characterization by the author of what they are saying to themselves, uh, give or take, right? These young women tormentors aren't damaging me too, they say it's heard by virtue of being an imperfect victim is not what they would say, which is why you get, we talk about rhetoric a lot here. This as argument is bullshit. <laughs> this, this, this frames it in three different ways from two different perspectives and essentially tries to put in your head. If you are uh, a young woman who, who maybe fashions themselves as a feminist, who does not believe Amber heard that this is the reason you did it. And it's because she's too imperfect. They perhaps forget that the project of Me Too, the whole point, the whole point, says the author, was to help imperfect victims, those who were wearing the wrong thing or who were drunk or promiscuous or loved their perpetrator or who had previously broken the law or lied before or had a bad character or seemed a little bit nutty and a little bit slutty. Going back again to quotes about Supreme Court nominations, in that case, Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas. I don't want to speak for an entire social movement. I don't want to speak for a hashtag. I don't want to speak for a group of people. But at least as far as I have understood it, Me Too is about correcting blind spots in the justice system and the law enforcement system, not solely for the purpose of helping imperfect victims, whatever that might be. And as you pointed out at the top, by the time you get to saying they're victims, you've assumed your premise. And she said that three times in the last three paragraphs. Yep. Yep. And no, repetition is the branding iron of knowledge. Yeah. And I didn't get her memo when this whole Me Too thing came out saying that I'm the arbiter of what this movement is about and here are the points we must all believe. So I, I don't know where she puts herself in the whole 
scheme of things of, of speaking for the entire movement. Yeah. But like, I don't think that's what it was about. For me, it was more about you know, the, the the voiceless getting the ones who have been like the, the Weinstein victims and the things like of that, that, that either is like, oh, yeah, everybody knows the casting couch. You signed up for it or the the ones who just were flat out disbelieved. On, on their face. Yeah, absolutely. That That's to me. And again, you know, look, I, a movement, if it has any problem, just as a general rule, is that it means different things to different people. Yeah. Um, and like that's that's the value in it because you have a lot of people uh, acting together on something. It's also the problem when you start trying to say exactly what it is. You, we, we've had no true Scotsman fallacies for a full week of, of, of yeah. whether or not you get in the in the group. Are, are, you're not a true feminist. You are an extremist on the political side that you hate. Uh, maybe you're a supremacist. Um, you get all of these kinds of things if you don't toe the line uh, like this. And, you know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a poor spokesman for it. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm not uh, affected by it. I want the justice system to be improved on these things. I can't believe that this is what's necessary. This bright line rule that says, if you don't believe Amber Heard, then you're out. Uh, that, that cannot be the case. Uh, whether or not Heard's accusers fully realize it, then setting up bad victims in opposition to genuine ones is a very effective method of unpicking me too. So here we get into what I warned of, right? This is the, okay, let's put that all aside. Maybe you don't believe me. Maybe you think my rhetoric is crap, like Hogue does uh, in the middle of this article. And we've arrived now at the end of all things, uh, which is going to be my theme for the week. I know somebody said it's apocalyptic. I'm just making Lord of the Rings references all week this week. <laughs> um, and we've arrived here. And uh, if you don't believe somebody like Amber Heard, then you're in opposition to the entirety of the movement. Um, and I just don't think that's going to fly. I, I don't think we need this paragraph. And I think the finale here is me too is often framed as having uncovered truths about the world. It's success was because women explained really clearly what was going on. No, people already knew what was going on. Me too worked for the reason any feminist movement works strength in numbers. It is a political movement pushing against incredibly strong forces in the other direction. There's no reason to think it's work cannot be rolled back. The movement is the most important. It doesn't matter whether Amber Heard is lying. At the end of all things, you tear this article apart, you look at the rhetoric, and it's it doesn't matter whether Amber Heard is lying. If you go on the other direction, you are hurting the advancements we've made in society. And what kind of feminist are you? This isn't written to me. I like this. My, my, my jaws are hurting from being clenched over here. I, I, I like this discussion. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to Hangouts and Headlines, Jeff. <laughs> uh, and we only do one article when it's trial day, uh, because honestly, we've got enough super chats to take us through 830 as it is, because you guys are so, so generous and I'm so appreciative of you. Um, but um, yeah, that's the article. Um, we're going to be talking through folks, but like at, at the end of the day, you know, I obviously, I talk a lot when we do these articles. You know, what is your takeaway from this, Jeff? What What do you think here? Oh, from the article or in general or? or... Well, okay. Uh, you you read this with me. You yeah. went along. You yeah. said your you you said your your teeth were clenched. Um, yeah. We look at something like this. Uh, let's look at it in a couple of ways. Um, you know, you said this feels like Amber's PR team, probably, and I tend to agree yes. with you. Yeah. Um, do you think this kind of messaging is effective for Amber's PR team? Let's start there. And it might be. I mean, regardless of what we say, sit here and say in this YouTube channel, do you think this kind of thing is effective? No, I was going to say about three quarters of the way through this article that she's writing. She's preaching to the choir big time here. She I, the, the hardcore uh, 
group that is always going to have that idea. You must always believe all women always in all things. I think she's preaching to them and the the borderlines or the ones that are a little further to the other side are going to be reading this and thinking, don't tell me how to think. I think they probably alienated more people than they drew in through this article. Okay. Yeah. I tend to agree with that. And one of the things that we talk about in this space a lot is like, what is the purpose? What are you, what are you doing? What, what are you trying to accomplish? Who are you talking to? Who are you trying to convince? Um, and these articles have really begun to take on the, the look to me of circling the wagons. Uh, like to some extent, these articles appear to be abandoning the attempts to convince in favor of solidifying whatever is left. Uh, and to me, that's a shame. To me, you should always be going out with something like this. You've got a big outlet. You're in the Observer. You're in the Guardian. You're talking to a whole country. Heck, you're talking to me sitting here in Michigan uh, and, and Korea <laughs> from Jeff. You're talking around the world. Yeah. You have this kind of platform. Convince me. I. I like to think, okay, all right, that headline I think is a bad first step, but but talk to me with rhetoric about what you're what you're thinking. And this one abandons that halfway through. This one says it's thesis up front. Hey, you're not on the team if you don't believe Amber. Tries to give you something to hang your hat on with like, oh, Amber's evidence is this, uh, Donnie's evidence is this, which is just terrible. It doesn't even look like anybody did any homework. And then finishes off with it doesn't matter if she's lying, give or take. Yeah. And it's like that's not that, who are you going to convince. Who in the middle, on the margins, are you going to convince with that argumentation? Um, and again, people are going to say, "Oh, are, you know, are you on? Are you in favor of, of convincing this?" Like, no, no, no. Part of this in this space, part of why I like doing this, is looking at messaging, like looking at the actual concept of it, and saying, "What are you doing? Why are you doing it? How are you trying to achieve it?" And this is a failure to me, not just because I don't believe its message, but because it's argued poorly. Um, well, and, and, I think the yeah. poor argument. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go no, no, no. Go, go right ahead, I Jeff. I think the, the problem with this and most of the vast majority of the articles that have come out in the past few days is that it makes the distinction. The only two possibilities are team Depp and team Heard. And by team, they the true fans who if Johnny Depp had had actually been videotaped, you know, massacring a basket full of babies and using their entrails to wallpaper the wall, they would still support Johnny Depp. That was evocative. And, the, and yes, and I agree that there are, there are those people out there. Yes. And vice versa. <laughs> but I think people don't think that way. I, no, I mean, I've most, said it most. lots on my stream. I'm not team Depp. I'm team truth, team evidence, team justice. Sure. You, know, you don't bandwagon something and you know, because we don't know what happened. And it, it was a comment I was I was making yesterday. That is the whole purpose of courts. If we know what the truth is, and I'm sort of a a platonic person in that way. You, there's there's the platonic form of truth. There's one thing that really happened out there, but like the Kurosawa yes. film Rashomon, with the different <laughs> viewpoints, you're never going to see the truth. And that's the whole purpose of having these trials is to say, okay, let's all produce our evidence and submit our evidence and see how close to the platonic form of truth we can get. And then you choose who you believe over the other. And this, this kind of article says you can't do that. Yeah. You have to accept this view and this view alone. Yep. No, I think it does. And, and yeah, that kind of false dichotomy we've seen throughout. You mentioned the cult article, and I think that's that's where you get some of those even more, which is like you either you either uh, are on the side of the tormentors that are doing the TikTok videos and the mean tweets and whatever, uh, or, or you're on the side of, uh, you know, Amber and, and, and believing women and things like that. Uh, and I believe is, the, the term they used was psychological violence. You're guilty yeah, of psychological violence. They, they, I think they probably did. 
They're all blending together a little bit uh, uh, here. Uh, we did the Vogue article. Yeah. We did the New York Times. We've done the Guardian. We've done the New Republic article. I highly recommend if you haven't seen that one, Jeff. It'll, it'll give you some faith back in uh, in some of these outlets. It's very, very good. Uh, and it's linked in the last episode for those of you that are interested. By the way, before we head to Super Chats here, we got about a half hour left before Legal Bites uh, takes over the day. Go like and subscribe to Legal Vices uh, oh, wow. if you like what he's saying. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think he, he's made a lot of good points here and I always like having different minds. Well, uh, that's very kind that, well, that's part of what I love about this. People, people say, oh, you know, your guests said this, your guests said this. I love having guests here. I love having even disagreements with guests, um, uh, because that's how we grow. We talk about that in virtual legality all the time. Reasonable minds can differ. That's the motto here. And uh, reasonable disagreement is both the spice of life, which is one way I usually say that and how we grow. Um, so I absolutely love that. Check them out. Uh, and yes, I think I think we're getting dangerously close to play button over here. So if you want to like and subscribe to this channel, uh, you can definitely go right ahead and do that. Um, but we're going to be talking about Super Chats now. Uh, and, and up until uh, Alita takes over, I am probably just as a warning going to turn off the Super Button uh, super Chat capability probably in about 15, 20 minutes just to make sure that we can deliver uh, to you all over there and that I can pop onto that stream where you will find me for most, if not all, uh, of the next 12 hours. Uh, so uh, let's get to some chats and hit some buttons over here. Esther Bassan, in my opinion, Amber Heard started with a little lie for attention and it snowballed out of her control. Too late to back down, keeps upping the ante. Hi from N Namibia. Awesome. Wow. I love hearing where people are in this space. That is just the coolest thing. Uh, yeah, I think you've seen me advance that on Legal Bites. It feels to me like your lawyers tell you you need to get a TRO, so you say some stuff, and then that TRO becomes an article in the sun, and then you say some stuff, and then you've got an article in the sun that goes along with your Washington Post article, which probably in a different context isn't super bad by itself. But at that point, you've gotten your stories out there, you've done depositions for the sun, and all hell breaks loose. So I can definitely see a scenario in which, you know, the kid with the hand in the cookie jar spirals out of control and winds up here where you have to you have to back your other depositions which are now you know six years old <laughs> uh so I, I can see that definitely thank you for the super chat elise rose how do you think i stay awake when these depots are on oh playing playing final fantasy 14 good luck <laughs> to you i'm gonna get back into that one i am uh dcru seeds will be joining you guys during jury deliberation over on legal bites fantastic I look forward to mixing it up with you guys and chatting, mixing it up. Are right, we going to pugilists? All right, we're mm. ready. Have a great stream this morning, man. Thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Lord Josh, 286. Hogue, any pro-dep articles today? Thank you for the stream. I got to tell you, the pro-dep articles aren't really flying out uh, of the, uh, of the journalism outlets, as best I can tell. Um, and again, I depend at least a bit, especially during trial days, on you all DMing me. I, I can say that I do check them all. I don't always respond because, um, uh, frankly, I there's I get so many DMs right now, I don't even know how to do it. Um, so I appreciate everybody that submits these things. This article that we did today got submitted by at least 50 of you. Um, and I said, okay, that's one people are interested in. Let's talk about it. Um, but I'll try to get some at least more neutral articles in here. I do like to show off what good argumentation looks like. Good luck finding uh, them, though. Yeah, the yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> get, I mean, your, well, get your minions on it. Well, that's the, that's the trick. And they're so they're so good at being like, you should think about talking about this one. 
you know, and, and we're having a lot of fun here. This has only existed as a format really for a couple of weeks. My wife wants to do coffee mugs because uh, we're doing the morning slot now, uh, although it's not the morning cool. slot for you, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect coffee time because I haven't slept in the last week because of this. Uh, I bet. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I very much appreciate meeting you. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Adida, great to catch H&H Live. Although not sure if it's good for my health, Vox pissed me off, but this imperfect victim stuff may just kill me. Very unhappy emoji. I hear you. I know. We're going we're gonna to have to start offering free blood pressure medication uh, with these episodes for folks. Uh, I, I know. Ruben Martin's Morning Hogue. Let's go 100,000. Here for the articles. I, I think we are going to pass that number today. I'm actually... Uh, I don't even know what to say about that. I don't know what I will even say when it ha I it's it's crazy, crazy, crazy to me. So I very much appreciate the support. You better get that big play button right behind that chair there above your head with the big well, neon arrows pointing towards it. Because I think earlier in the court, uh, earlier in the trial, people were like, why do you have a blank wall? Right? And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's not that far away. I can touch it. Yeah. Um, but like, I like that wall. I actually think I, I, I like the look of it. And I, I said, all right, well, I, I tell you what, if I get to 100,000 by the end of the trial, I'll put the play button back there. And there you go. Uh, I said, yeah. Well, I didn't think there was any chance of that. Uh, Sarna Parent, in your expertise, could the judge overturn the jury's decision based on the presented evidence? Been watching you since Epic versus Apple. Love your videos. Uh, the administration of justice always reserves for itself equitable rights to go say something went wrong here and we can change it. The judge is not I, the judge is not going to do that. It, it's enormously uh, unlikely in all instances with this spotlight on already on a fact based question that is. I'm telling you, an Amber verdict could be justified. I mean, like, like a jury could justify it. It's, it's a lot of closed door meetings. It's a lot of things that you could say, you know what? It was enough. It was, it was toxic enough. It was confusing enough for us to say, no, there's no defamation there. The, ju the judge would never overturn a case like this, in my, in my opinion. Um, but yes, oh, broadly, judges have the ability to do just about everything you can think of. Uh, Carolyn, my problem with these articles is that it gives bullies a free pass so long as they publicly align with social justice. I can't get behind that. I, I don't think this is necessarily uh, a, a social justice kind of concept. It depends on where you put me to. But I do think that putting things in that false dichotomy, placing people into buckets like that does give free passes to some people and does make other people uh, into you know wrong thinkers, however you want to actually characterize that. Uh, by virtue of them actually evaluating things that are separate from the social movement. That's why I hate it so much. When you hear even on even on Legal Bites, even from Law 2 panels, where they start to equate things to a referendum on political movements, you will see me. I, and I guarantee if you go back in the streams, you will see me do this. Say, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. This is the evidence in front of us. Don't do that because you wind up in this situation. Uh, and that's not where anybody deserves to be. Not Johnny Depp, not Amber Heard, uh, and not those of you that are following along. Haley Ward, hi. Right now I'm pursuing a project and would greatly appreciate yours and LawTube's input and expertise. If possible, what is the best way to contact you? DMs, uh, but chances are none of us are going to get back to you until June. Um, this week is insane um, for, for handling our stuff, handling Hogue Law, the law firm, my clients, uh, and handling everything in between. So uh, absolutely, DM is the best way. It's the most responsive for most of us. Uh, but um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a little bit. It's going to be a little bit. V. Sheldrick, Amber Heard is the backlash for me too. Shame. That, to some extent, that's true. That 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 if you if you go too far, you encourage that kind of thing. Star C. If the roles were reversed, no one would believe Johnny Depp, and none of these articles would exist. We must believe based on evidence, not gender. Men too. Everybody too. Absolutely. 
Um, I don't know whether these articles would exist or not. Celebrities would definitely exist. They, this, our, this trial would definitely be talked about. I would love to see the alternate universe in which that is what happened because it would be very, very interesting. Uh, Daharani Devi, the thing I hate the most is saying that all women supporting are Johnny Depp fans. They, and they didn't quite do that in this article, but I know that bugs people and rightly so. Most of them are abuse survivors, but the media is gaslighting them and say that we are just his fans. They really like to say, if you are on Team Depp, if you think that the, uh, Depp has a better chance of winning this than we do, then you must just love Captain Jack Sparrow. And it's so demeaning. It is so demeaning. Uh, I hear you. Absolutely. Thank you for the super mm -hmm. chat. Britt Cormier, I always have to wonder, what are the laws of physics in the author's world? They obviously do not live in this world. Reasonable minds can disagree, but I am not 100% sure the author is reasonable. Britt, I feel like you've super chatted me with that comment for like a lot of these articles. I'm not positive this is reasonably minded. I, I agree with you. I think some people are using their own rhetoric and platforms to talk in a very unreasonable way. And again, the motto is that just because someone disagrees with you doesn't make them unreasonable. That's what it's intended to say. It doesn't eliminate unreasonable minds from the world. Uh, so I think you're thinking about it the right way. Definitely. Um, thank you for the super chat. Thomas Hogue. Hey, dad. Getting up early with me. How you doing? Here we go. Great to see a new member of LawTube. Uh, much appreciated, Mr. Hogue. Yeah, this has really been a worldwide event. Yes, dad discovered uh, all of YouTube, I think, really is part of this trial. Hey, Kurt, how you doing this morning? You missed the article. Beautiful morning here in Texas. Uh, hey. in, in the in the presence of another legend, wow! This is my day. Nice to meet you, sir. <laughs> nice to meet you, sir. I don't know you. Who are? Uh, tell me about yourself. Yes, there you uh, go. I'm I'm Jeff. I'm about 200 miles south of Andrew. Excellent. Down here in Busan, Korea. He's the one that got me started in all of this a couple of weeks ago. Excellent. Legal mindset. And Legal vices is a pretty good name. <laughs> they're all behind, they're all behind me on the wall. Yes, we, oh, we all yeah, know what the that. legal vices are. We're, yeah. we're all well aware. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and, uh, and to some extent, you couldn't watch this trial and not be aware. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I, oh, we were all talking about the same time. Talk to you have deep chats about the liquor. Yeah, <laughs> although I like bourbon, so if you want to talk bourbon, I can talk with you about bourbon. Uh, the two of, two of those shelves are back. Three of those shelves are back there. Are bourbon shelves. So there you go. And I, the fact that I I spent the last three weeks with my. BAC probably as high as it's ever been. Uh, mm. I decided to take a break today to, to get through the weekend. But yeah, I've Quanti been here in Korea. What's environment? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerously low. Um, Kurt, I, Kurt, I like to think you rolled in after the article summary just so you didn't have to have a. Uh, oh, there was your, an article your, summary today. I'm yeah, sure it was yeah. pleasant and beautiful and wonderful. And it was great. You well, just tell from the headline. We won't make you read it. Um, so this was this was today's article. Something for later for you, Kurt. Um, uh, you'll you'll really enjoy this one. I was saying that my I'm jaw is hurting. From, it's way too early yeah. in the morning for this. <laughs> yeah, my my jaws are, are were hurting from clenching for through most of the article. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had that problem a lot recently. <laughs> Tends to be the common experience here. Uh, Doctor Kartoffel Salat, what if any reason is there? Hogue is still not at a hundred thousand people. Smash that sub button. I think it's happening today. Uh, I mean, I, so I, I, I agree. A lot of these losers reached 100K before you. That's just not right because you've been on and been grinding it and producing actual quality content for a yeah. while. So you uh, Yeah, we're coming up on the fourth anniversary shots. of Virtual Legality. You deserve um, it more than wow. me, to be quite honest. Oh, come on. But I'm coming from both of you. Yeah. You've been doing it longer and I think in some degrees better. And for long, you're doing it better longer, at least. Well, I appreciate that, Kurt. I appreciate it. And, and hey, I, I think it's fantastic to have everybody have this level of success through all of this. 
uh, and hopefully make the world a better place. I feel strongly about Law Tube as a rule, whether or not that means sticks. But I'm coming for you. 96,000 left, and I'm there. <laughs> Come on, absolutely. Subscribe to Richard. Get him to 100,000. Better place for you and for me. What what a start to our we week. We are the hope. Serenaded by Kurt <laughs> and Jeff. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Elise Rose, I had one person say, I'm not a real trans woman because I side with Johnny. That's just awful. What? That is just an awful statement. The, 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 new, the new test. It's not legal vices. <laughs> wow. Legal Can you discuss differences in media between Korea and the West? Is Korean media as propagandist and narrative driven as our established outlets? Well, I, I'll try to do that in about ten seconds. Um, yes, I, the, we, yeah, we got to keep it rolling, but yeah, please yeah. do. The privatization of the Korean media is a thing that's only happened in the last 25, 30 years. It all used to be government-controlled media, and then democracy happened, and things have gone. So now there's a lot of the camps. There's the liberal camps. It's agenda-driven now. There's a few independent voices out there, but yeah, mainly is it's sort they're sort of emulating the the West. You get the free press, and then everybody takes their camps, and each 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 news source has its own agenda and own source, and some of them are, are blatantly one way, some of them are blatantly another. So where things are the same wherever you go. As the Twilight Zone used to say, people are alike all over. Um, so, all right. Thank you for the super chat. Candy L, she's not the first person to have used Me Too to lie. Everyone forgets the allegations against uh, George Takei and, and Cuba Gooding Jr. were false. Uh, yes. I mean, you evaluate allegations because... University of uh, Virginia, Duke. Sure, yeah. sure. Glacier legal solicitors and advisors, it's fascinating in the same way as a car slash train accident. It's morbid and you hate yourself, but you can't look away until you see how it pans out. We were, we we're discussing uh, whether these articles are uh, are solely fascinating, tragic, something in between. Obviously, they're all of those things. Uh, but yes, thank you for the super chat. Cindy Sue, all I see for the past few weeks is Amber Heard's PR team working overtime. I'm a victim of DVSA. I've been assailed for believing in justice more than me too. And it revokes my feminist card. What BS? Denying justice to others hurts us. I couldn't say it better. Uh, I couldn't say it better, Cindy Sue. Thank you for your super chat. Nicholas Starro, Swedish progressive liberal here. According to MAGA's, I'm the devil. Still team Johnny Depp because the facts are in his favor. I think that's, you have to evaluate court cases like that. I mean, Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I fact, facts are nice, I think. Maybe, I think. I think maybe not just court cases, but all the things should be evaluated based on facts. I don't know. You're going a little, you're going a little far. Are you telling me I can't just emotionally appeal to evidence? All right. Okay. All right, Kurt. Reasoned consideration. Okay. All right. You know, the entire idea behind the enlightenment. (laughs) Are we, oh, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to go to talk about the enlightenment. Well, we, we get to places. I like it. I like it. And from, from Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, to a discussion of historical knowledge seeking and the enlightenment. Oh, we, we may not uh, be too far from another dark ages, social, a socially constructed dark ages. Oh, God. I can't, I can't, you, I can't have you feeding Kurt in this space. <laughs> he already knows how to push my buttons. We've done another three minutes. <laughs> Nancy Joe, uh, uh, I always get this one wrong, Nancy Joe. I apologize. Mazizek, thank you so much for the super chat. Very, very generous of you. Thank you for you. No, thank you for you. Love that you have filled my morning void. MSM no longer has my mornings. I won't tell you what I used to watch each morning. Zippered shut emoji. Uh, pronounced. Oh, okay. Uh, Mishazek. Mishazek. I'm going to try to remember that. Winky emoji. I'm going to do my best. Mishazek. 
All right. Thank you so much. Very generous. Uh, Oima, I will say my one friend hasn't watched the trial and hates Amber solely based on TikTok vids. So I understand how people could feel social media can influence. But in this case, it's congruent with the facts in the trial. Rittenhouse was the opposite. Shrug emoji. First of all, thank you for the very generous super chat. Second of all, I think that your concern there is legitimate. Mm -hmm. um, I think that some of these articles and the reason that they hold water for people is because there are kernels of truth. That, that, that the TikToks, the Twitches, the cry counters, they go too far. They otherwise get imaging and messaging to people. And to some extent, it feels like it's accidentally right. And that's better than accidentally wrong. But it, it, it seems to some of us that they don't care. Uh, and I do think that that's a worthwhile concern because what we do care about is the facts and the evidence on the ground, as we've talked about, not just what makes the most TikTok views and things like that. So thank you for the super chat. I'm with you. I hear you there. And, and just as a, a word of warning, we do want to deliver you before the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, of course. So we'll be turning off super chats about five minutes. So if you I have hate, anything you want to add. All the pearl clutch I, I, I really just like the pearl clutching by the, the media sure. over the Amber Heard Me Too stuff and just how she's being treated and raked over the coals and how she's being made of fun and a mockery of because I just keep reminding myself if this were the other way around, right? If Johnny Depp was Amber Heard and Amber Heard is Johnny Depp and the articles were being written and the, the memes were being made about Johnny Depp, there's no way these articles get written. But okay, there's no but, way these articles get written. Who's clutching your right. pearls for Johnny Depp in this alternate hypothetical universe? In the media, I think you're right, Kurt, but I would still feel the same way in terms of the TikToks and and, and going too far, even in that scenario. Um, so like, at least for me personally on this channel, I, I I feel confident that I would I would say the same thing about those concerns, even if it's not presented in the media. Uh, I I agree with you, by the way. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be handled the same direction. But I would still be against you know the the, the coarsening of culture and finding information from the dark corners of the I, internet. I'm on team I'm on team mock the liars. I know you are. Exactly. I know you are. Yeah. No. No, and, and this I, is one area where we, we probably differ a little bit in terms of the, the length and, and stuff. And that's totally fine. Um, but I, I would still be the same way. I would still say the very same thing, um, regardless of whether the media was treating it with the same kid gloves uh, as they do right now. But your point well, is well taken. And as I mentioned before Kurt got on here, I mean, you two are probably the most reasonable, balanced, giving Amber Heard the benefit of the doubt as long as possible through this process. Yep. I yeah, I think, I think we're, I think we're the last right. holdouts, yeah. Kurt. We're the last holdouts on the panel, I'm pretty sure. Um, and, and that's pretty much been wasted away. And then, yes, people who have uh, followed me, Kern Grisdale, for paraphrasing Picard in Measure of Man with the courtroom is a crucible line. Uh, yes, that's, I've been... I've been I've been using that as my I went and watched Measure of a Man after so many people brought it up for me in week three or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm going to we're going to burn away some untruths. I'm going to use that all over the place because that's my favorite Star Trek The Next Generation episode. I so, called yes. Measure of a Man once in uh, the Legal Bite stream and no one got the reference. Was I not there? Because I, I did the whole I did the whole line. It's like I even did the whole like uh, a trial. It's a crucible where we burn away irrelevancies until we're left with the pure. No, I was there. I knew what you were time. doing. <laughs> I, I, but I, I didn't get any like an awesome like oh, measure man i didn't get oh, any okay. recognition i'm sorry there's a lot going on in love. my head during trial streams am i allowed to be part of the law tube community if i haven't seen gone girl and now, now that she's seen it i think i'm the last person that has i have seen not it. seen gone girl so you, okay, you and good. i can still okay. watch it together we could have <laughs> okay. a we could have a watch there's party. a viewing party oh, that'd be fun there's a viewing party and folks just to let you know super chat is going off right now so I very much appreciate, I understand the implications taken. Thanks, YouTube. Um, and uh, I very much appreciate the generosity. We're going to hit these ones left, and then we're going to go on over to Legal Bites for some kind of, I think there's some kind of event happening. 
uh, today. Uh, so Jennifer Carr, interesting take, Natalie. Sure, New Republic, stop trying to extract larger lessons from the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. I love that article. I probably need to add chapter stops because it is summarized and discussed in the second half of the, the video right before this one. It's the one about the Vox article. Please do check that out. I went through it with I, uh, everybody I here. the title of this too. I, you I think we should. I think we should extract larger lessons. Like perhaps the idea of believe all women maybe wasn't such the greatest plan. You know, the, at least me, the lawyer, recognized immediately as like, hmm, this seems like a bad plan. This seems like you know not a great thing. No, burn the witch, burn the witch. I'm like, eh. So maybe yeah. we should extract it. Like maybe I was right. Like three years ago would be a you're larger just, lesson. You're listen just to trying me, to mine out to our differences ago, this morning, and you would have been much smarter. I stand, I stand so strongly on don't extract larger lessons from <laughs> trials and specific evidence on the ground, Kurt. You're, you're, just, you're, just, you're just trying to mine out the differences between us this morning, but I love it. There are some differences. We are actually different people. Whoa. Well, yeah, indeed. Uh, Dr. Higher Ed, I have questions about the text exchanges between Amber Heard and her assistant. They almost seem like they are written by the same person. Sentence structure is similar. Such a sentence is starting with and. Yeah, you can pick up on some of that. Certainly if you see a text with a lot of ellipses, I assume it's from Johnny Depp now, including ones that I just get to my phone. Um, so Britt Cormier, how did the JD, uh, when things get physical, we have to separate with the response Amber heard. Sometimes I cannot help myself, so I might still hit you. Evidence, not get into the article. Someone is uh, Pinocchio emo emojis, a uh, hmm emoji. Uh, yeah, that, well, the article doesn't care to convince you that there's anything close to a question in this trial, right? Annie Boyd, I'm a liberal feminist who herself was essay in college. I'm very sorry to hear that. I believe victims until and unless evidence proves otherwise. I am imperfect. Amber is a liar. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, and, and, and believe is just a word that people can get uh, different uh, understandings of. I, I, I'm reading that as I think you're suggesting it here, which is you, you, you treat them credibly, you investigate them, and you figure out what's going on. Absolutely. Becca G, nothing like Hogan a cup of coffee to wake the brain up. Video game controller, coffee cup emoji. Let me Chris, tell you what I think about women. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had your cup of coffee yet? Too <laughs> early in the day, Kurt. Christy Kimball, 67. Have you seen Popcorn Planet interview with one of Amber H's co-stars? I have not. I have been watching nothing outside of the case, and I'm looking to potentially add that to my knowledge base after the case is handed to the jury, and I have talked about what I think they're most likely to do. Then everybody can throw everything they want at me. Uh, Rain Story Games, great content, Hogue. Thank you. Elena Chu, hello from Italy. Excited for your 100K, Hogue. I, I don't even know why there's an egg reference there, but I just really love puns, so I'm also excited. Heart emoji, heart emoji. Can't wait to celebrate. Party emoji, thank you for your precious insights and lovely personality. I think that's a hug emoji. I've never quite gotten exactly which that one is. I think that's hugs. Um, so thank you so much. I'm pretty excited about it. It seems like a crazy number. Uh, it's been a crazy month been a crazy month thank you so much snapple knows and uh, mainstream media doubling down on their take on this that's a bad example we shouldn't be afraid to admit that we were wrong when presented with new facts the key to the human experience is reevaluating your thought process and what you have asserted when new facts are presented to you and wouldn't it be a great thing if the journalist said you know what we were we did report on that wrong we made certain assumptions and as more has come out we've reevaluated wouldn't that be a great kind of moral lesson for people that read them that even people in great positions like that could change their minds. Maybe someday, maybe someday we'll get that kind of world. It'd also be great if I had a, a magical fairy godmother who could give me wishes and, you know, <laughs> I think people, I think people sometimes tune in Kurt 
for the uh, Kurt tries to bring down Rick as Rick tries to be an optimist about the future of humanity. Uh, I think I think people like that dichotomy. We're, we're, we're good at that one. I'm just trying uh, not to ruin my my first impression. So I'll just say, you know, Kurt Kurt's kind of talking for me a little bit. So. No, no, no. You can jump in on team Kurt. It'll be, uh, be bandwagoning. We, we need another cynical nihilist. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, as I said, I, I just used the line, yeah, I used to be an optimist and I was mugged by reality. So mm. that's, that's, <laughs> I remain an optimist and, and hopeful for the future of mankind. Harley Quaint, me too. Isn't that always like been the short groomed. definition or the like old school definitions for like Democrats or Republicans? A, uh, a, Dem a Democrat is a person who hasn't been uh, mugged yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Republican is someone who hasn't like been poor yet or something like that, or well, I'm messing it up, but yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, that's that, that's that same kind of thing. Yeah, uh, me too. Always made room for male victims, hence Terry Crews and Brendan Fraser coming forward. Amber refuses to even be a victim, however imperfect. Yeah, and and we talked about the assumption being made with calling her a victim at all. She is definitely How imperfect. She is, she is imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Hoag. Sir Legal Vices has a fantastic mustache. Yeah, it's my, my, my poorly disagree. manicured mustache. I cannot disagree. And it's been hidden uh, under a mask for two years. Yeah, that's true. Britt Cormier, the purpose is so others can say, I read that there are people online that believe X, whatever the author said they believe. If challenged, they will just point to the other article and say, see, it is true. There does appear to be that kind of network effect where you just say other people are reporting Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yes, okay, you guys can do that to each other. That doesn't actually establish anything, you know. It's just an echo chamber. Well, it's when you have a mainstream media article that's 90% uh, Twitter comments on something oh, that happened. Yeah. Drives me up a wall. Twitter, I t that was one of the really strange things. So I only joined Twitter a few years ago when I started marketing my firm. And like having one of my tweet interactions become like a thing in an article was like, that's a tweet, bro. What are you doing? Uh, and uh, yeah, that that opened my eyes uh, and also made me aware of what I can potentially do if I if I need to uh, with the media uh, library, uh, library of Maury. She can rehab her image by committing to therapy and Johnny Depp can rehab his image by continuing sobriety and treating women with respect. Time will tell. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see both of them improve their lots. I know different panelists have different thoughts on this, but I would love to see. Everybody realized that contribute his society. I'll buy him one of those five hundred dollar mm -hmm. bottles of wine he likes. I mean, I can only really afford the one, but still, I'll help. <laughs> uh, I'm forty. Nancy Joe Mishazek. Uh, no one wants to talk about the harm Heard has done to the Me Too movement, which I support, by the way. Instead, they are blaming the people who don't believe her. Talk about gaslighting. I think there's some truth there. She's done real harm. Michelle M. Hey, Hogue. Love the content. Just to let you know, LawTube is in the court. Yeah. So I have heard we've got LawTubers in there. Uh, I think Joe went down today as well. I yeah, know he was doing his live stream with a suit and his baseball cap on. That sounds like Joe. <laughs> that sounds like Joe. I know that Ian has decided to go back down to Virginia. So yeah. LawTube is descending upon Fairfax. Which apparently is annoying the journalists, as, we, as we've seen. Uh, they can get annoyed about this. We're not going away. Uh, if Genny Greisman, by the way, the headline is actually accurate. It's over if we don't listen. Well, we listened. We just don't fully believe the fantastical story. Yes, I guess that that is true. All right. I like your, you know, technically correct is the best kind of correct. It does say listen in it. I think it is implied from the 3,000 plus words that are then written in the article that she means believe. Believe. Uh, but I, I grant you this and I like your lawyering. 
Uh, so no, good job. I, yeah, I kind of agree. To listen is to believe, which is also annoying. <laughs> Erica Fors, these articles bolstering Herd's Me Too status with histrionic and absurdist objectivism champion the aggressor over the victim. I think they do. I think that's a good point. Elizabeth Mullins, legal minds can differ mug, please. Yeah. So we have the Hoag Law mug. Uh, reasonable minds can differ. We've uh, got working right now. I think my wife is working on a, head, uh, a Hangouts and Headlines mug because she really wanted a mug to drink tea in the morning with me. Um, so we're working on all those. Uh, merch is like last on the list. I'm sorry. I only have so much time in the day, but we will be adding stuff. Definitely. When they say uh, listen and believe... Um... It reminds me of a, a quote from the West Wing uh, where uh, Josh said to Toby, he said, you're listening, but you're not understanding. And Toby said, no, I'm listening, understanding and disagreeing all at the same time. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's that kind that's of like one. reminds me of it's like to listen does not for me to listen to, and disagree does not mean I didn't understand. For me to disagree doesn't mean I didn't listen for me to, right. you know, it's like, you know, listen to me. It's like I did listen to you. And it's like, but people, when they say listen to me, they really mean believe me. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. like, agree, or with agree with me. me. Yeah. It reminds me of the great Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper movie, They Live, where it's just subliminal. Listen, listen, listen. Now, that's listen. a good you take reference. Off your glasses. That's a good one. I love uh, They Live. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Reproduce. Uh, Nick1574. Oh, oh, much love, bro. Listen on DUI guy, a live stream. They reported someone in line put vodka in her baby's bottle. They were talking about it. Could you please check in today after court with him to make what? sure someone reported that? <laughs> uh, Larry will definitely be on at some point, and I will talk to him about it. That is You're, crazy. Someone just randomly puts vodka in someone else's ba bo baby bottle? Well, maybe I thought it was the their own baby's up, bottle. I buy it. And also, how do you determine that? <laughs> uh, well, we have a lot of questions for Larry, don't we? Uh, Elizabeth Mullins, edit reasonable minds too early for my brain. Oh, rather than legal minds. Yes. No, I'm working on it. I guarantee I'm working on it. Cypher, the author, Martha tweeted at you that they would be open to come and talk about this. Did she? This might be interesting to get another perspective. I will look into that. I would be happy to have Martha on this show. Wow. <laughs> Martha Stewart? Martha Gill, the author of this article we did today. Oh, okay. Abs I would be thrilled. I'd love to have Martha her. Stewart would be I'd cool too. I'd love to too. share some thoughts with her. Kurt, I don't think I can invite you to having Martha on the channel. <laughs> I love to have some thoughts, yeah. discussion. Oh God, I'd like to help listen me. to her. Chad, help me. Uh, that other fish. Will Amber Heard get a closing statement if time runs out? Uh, yes, closing statements are separate. The time is the main cases. The sixty-one hours is the main cases. They each get two hours on closing statement day. Uh, Sardinism's down payment on your blood pressure meds. I'm okay. I like I, I I read these from thirty thousand feet. I worry about my guests sometimes. Uh, uh, Michelle Johansson, love from Norway. Fantastic. Uh, keep on rocking. You too, Norway. Michelle. ADC 2003-2996. I like the wall. Great Pink Floyd album. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> me too at the heart of it was about the workplace. I've never heard anyone say me too for anyone's marriage. Does me too now apply to everything? I, I think it has, a, uh, it has applied to any circumstance really where it could be a situation because it's not just the workplace. It was also, especially kind of college situations. Um, it applies to a certain demographic who wants to uh, bitch. Kurt, you're in fine form this morning, my friend. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Kaminsky, I've lost all faith in media outlets after this case. There's no way anyone watching this trial can come to the conclusions these outlets have. I tend to agree. I wouldn't go so far as no way, maybe. 
I do think there's an edge case where you could still have a reasonable mind. Well, Edward R. Murrow and the other great journalists are certainly rolling over in their grave at this point in, in journalistic integrity. And it used to be about getting the facts and not becoming the news yourself. Well, and in fairness to the journalists, uh, we are covering opinion pieces for the most part, but that's why we were the harshest on the New York Post presenting the news uh, of the case uh, in the very same way. Uh, but uh, yeah, I hear you. I, they, they've all taken on their stances. Uh, the real Winslet fan... Is it a coincidence that three of the worst articles I've seen were published by Vox, Vice, and Vogue? V4 question mark? Uh, no, it's just that they really like Vs. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, here we are. Uh, Sinead Buren. V for stupid. Is the jury's verdict checked if this is legally sound? So if Amber's case goes to jury, but there's not legally sufficient evidence, then give it to Amber. Can this be overturned for lack of proof? So yes, that motion to strike we're talking about, the motion to strike we're talking about, which we think we'll see today, is actually supposed to be the check for whether a jury could actually come to the conclusion that one party is asking them to do, which is why I think that there's a decent chance that it actually gets kicked out, depending on what Johnny Depp says today, uh, because there is such a weak case for vicarious liability as between Johnny Depp and Adam Walden, where you look at the evidence and say, no matter what conversation the jury had, I don't see how it could possibly arrive at vicarious liability. And if the judge does say that, that suit gets kicked out. Now, judges can change their mind after the jury verdict, it is rare because you don't really want to see yourself as overturning what is a constitutional right in a jury trial. Now, which of us would have the balls to actually dismiss this counterclaim? That's the real question. In a I would dismiss it. In a pro trial this high profile. With the caveat of I don't know what's going to be presented today, I would dismiss it. I would. I, I was saying 60 to 70%. High with the law, 50-50 with the optics, then giving her the benefit of being a strict former woman Marine that's not going to take any unnecessary garbage. We bumped it about 60 70 percent that'll get thrown out but what do we write articles about how this woman is a uh racist for some yeah. reason uh <laughs> that racist emblematic of white supremacy that's that sounds about right in incompetent they'll bring up all she's come so far in this trial this judge has well that 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 would come i would i would say what would be interesting though is that she is despite the profile of this case she is not you know judge ito she's not out there looking at publicity or, or looking for publicity. So if there's anybody that could survive that kind of thing, it seems to be this judge. Yeah. Um, David B. Recently new sub from Livonia. That's Livonia, Michigan. Uh, just a little bit uh, uh, north of me. Enjoy your videos. Go get yourself some Big B. Team Johnny. I think I think my wife is bringing me Panera tea. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> Secret McSquirrel. Emoji for legal vice. We'll have to think about it. Legal vice. You, oh, uh, maybe a mustache. Maybe some uh, liquor. Uh, we'll have to figure out what your emoji for legal bites or legal vice? The vice. Vice. Yeah. Wow. Legal bites yeah. is the blue heart. Yes, that's what I was about to say. <clears throat> oh, well, gee, I, I would be flattered. We will figure it out. Believe me, this community does it. Uh, they'll, they'll have six options for you in two seconds. Uh, Allison Becca, when I started watching, I wrongly assumed Johnny Depp was guilty because of Me Too. After seeing evidence in trial completely changed my opinion. I was not a JD fan, though I knew who he was. Yeah, that's, that's the funny part. That's, the, that's why it's so demeaning. To think that you would make decisions on these kinds of heinous accusations because you liked a Disney movie or what have you is just demeaning yeah. to the ability of people to rationalize. So thank you, Allison Becker. That's a great super chat. Matt Steinland, thank you so much for the generous super chat. Just a thank you for restoring my faith in lawyers. You and the law group are amazing. Uh, thank you for staying objective while pointing out the flaws in Amber's story and evidence. Well, thank you for the super chat. I'm happy to restore faith in the justice system as Kurt tries to bring me down every morning. <laughs> Kelly good Jacob. man, Kurt. You're doing the Lord's work. Can, can critical thought actually be taught? Yes. 
yes, we can always improve ourselves and our attributes and critical thinking and critical reading can always be taught. I intend to keep doing it here. So keep on coming by. Thank you for the super chat. Blurry Lights, not an article, but Mission NGO released a statement in support of JD. It is on the list for some positive articles mm. about that. Starting. I'm going to head over there. I'll see you guys there. In yes, minute. I'll be right over, Kurt. Oh, and, and, and if only I were so lucky. <laughs> we'll see. Sue Candle, who are the witnesses AH is calling today? I believe Logic says she will call JD. Can you explain the strategy? Hoping the nerds and the pirates get you to 100,000 day. Pirate flag, purple heart, pirate flag, purple heart, pirate flag, purple heart. Thank you so much. I think the strategy is they are terrified their countersuit is going to be dismissed. Um, and they looked at the evidence that's in the record and they said, we need to at least make a run at seeing if we can trip Johnny Depp up without Ben shoot chewing our faces off with an objection. Cause he, you want to see some objections. He's going to object today uh, about attorney client privilege. Um, and I think that that's what's, what's happening. I think it's an absolute mistake. They are 10 no hours. Sense. They, have, they are 10 hours behind this week already. Johnny Depp is going to slow speak them, I think. Oh, yeah. I think their only their only thought is that they're going to try to do a lightning strike, focus on Waldman, see if they can trip him up and drop it. But they've bought themselves freaking leading questions from the Depp team in cross-examining their own client. Uh, so it's a, it's a heck of a day today. Get excited. This is just, it's going to be a bloodbath if they do. It's going to be the... I, I I don't even understand taking that risk. I we will see. I, I wouldn't have done it. I would not have done it. But no, that's no, no, no right smart thinking person would have, which is why I'm thinking Amber as the client is saying, I want you to put him on the stand. And as her lawyer, they have to do it. She insists on it. I, I will say there's also the possibility they leaked out false information just to just to freak out the dep team or make them waste resources or whatever. We we don't know until we're sitting there. They, they, they're they're in between uh, witnesses, so it's going to be the first thing that happens today. Uh, so it's very exciting. And I think we're going to get a motion to strike today. It's a big, big day. Uh, Carly loves Big Bang. German Hogue fan club. If the rumors are true, JD on the stand today, do they even have time for more depositions? Just wanted to send best regards from Germany again. Happy emoji. I think Johnny Depp's their last witness. Um, I think that they, they can't go. They can't go too many more hours. They need to be able to cross and otherwise answer the rebuttal uh witnesses so i think i think johnny depp's their last witness if, if everything is that we've heard is true um yeah we'll see they don't have time for much else definitely not the depositions though are probably the exception they did have like an 11 minute deposition and a 17 minute deposition they could have more of those completely useless type witnesses ready to go for us we'll see jill ferguson i think these articles do more damage to the me too movement than the jd versus ah trial facts and evidence should hold more sway than gender a hundred percent agreed Margot Rana, love the spirit of charity, but it's unrealistic for this to be apolitical. It's just how I roll here in virtual legality. You'll get used to it. AH thought she could get away with anything. She was wrong. And now, quote unquote, toxic femininity is entering the lexicon as it should. Um, I am not going to tar uh, females with the brush of Amber Heard any more than I'm going to go the opposite direction. So I, that's just me. I apologize for that. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. Uh, Jill, just in case no one told you all today, I appreciate your existence. Thank you. That is all. White heart, stars emoji. Wow. I appreciate your existence. Gosh, it wasn't even directed at me and it made me warm and fuzzy. Yeah. V. Sheldrick, Me Too is about victims, not women. Johnny's a victim. I, I'd like to think that. I'd like to think that. Redress in the justice system. Absolutely. Amanda Davis Bates, Amica Cream, 50% of proceeds to go to DV Org Catering to Men, Etsy, Stormborn Energy Works. Check that out if you're interested. 
Immersive IRL, always great to see new faces. Hogue, did you find the emoji keyboard? The professionalism and camaraderie here is endearing. I use uh, what I've always used, which is a colon and a parentheses of one direction or another. Um, and that is that is how I roll with the emojis. But I'm, in, I'm always impressed by the people that send in all sorts of emojis here. And Angela B. Amber Heard lost me when JD said he found red nail polish on the tissue in the trash when she claimed to have a bloody nose. Yes, the red nail polish is in play. And even Amber Heard's testimony about what happens on May 21st is super weird. Like, it's, it's unclear exactly where hitting occurs, even from her and her witnesses. Uh, so it, it gets it gets very odd. It gets very odd. And that is the last Super Chat. Thank you so much, Jeff, for dropping in on us. Uh, pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be sending everybody over uh, to Legal Bites. Please do like and subscribe to Legal Vices, to Uncivil Law. Uh, and you should get a button when I end this broadcast that will take you directly over to Alita and I will be there in like 120 seconds. Uh, thank you so much for spending your morning with me and get excited people. This is a hell of a day in depth. Be heard. Thanks again. And I'll see you on the other side.